0: Welcome to episode number 14 of the Blue Shoes Fitness Radio Podcast. Uh, I'm Coach Jay, in case we haven't met yet, um, today I have a super fun, super helpful, super practical episode for you that's going to be a list of seven things that you should do before 2021. Um, if you're watching this in the year 2021 or beyond, uh, this will work well uh, any time of the year. But especially as we get into the last couple of weeks of the year, uh, a list like this of things that you should do uh, in preparation for something new, in preparation for a new year, a new season of life, a new anything that's going on, um, this is gonna be a really awesome list for you. So. Uh, we're just gonna get right into it as usual if you know anything about this podcast uh, there uh, is no fancy transitions or sponsors or anything like that um, if you're watching this on YouTube you notice uh, that there is no laundry in the background uh, there typically is something exciting going on back there so uh, laundry or toys or whatever but uh, anyway so we got a clean background we got a clean slate heading into uh, this episode just like the new year which is what is the purpose of this list so uh, let's get right into it seven things that you should do before 2021. Um, the very first, so hold on, let me, let me, let me start fresh here. So the, the idea behind this episode is, uh, you know me, I'm a fitness and nutrition coach. Um, I'm looking at my list here and, uh, none of them have to do, uh, directly with, uh, your workouts. None of them have to do directly with, uh, eating fewer calories or eating more protein or things like that. Um, all of this is designed to make your overall, experience your, your day-to-day life uh, that much easier and more simple to navigate. I think a lot of times we tend to put a lot of obstacles in our own way, in our own path, uh, unknowingly sometimes. Um, and that is not really helpful when it comes to goal setting and when it comes to achieving what's really important to you, whether that's fitness or otherwise. Uh, so the idea with this episode here is let's talk about some things that are going to set you up for success, that are going to free up your time, your energy, maybe some money, um, but, so that you can spend those things elsewhere, in areas that you really want to spend them, as opposed to, uh, I guess the, the term that I always use and that I've always heard is instead of letting those things leak, In your life Um, where you know thinking of where do you have uh, time leaks in your life where do you have uh, money or energy leaks in your life where those things are kind of just seeping away and you find yourself at the end of the day or week or quarter or whatever and you go well I feel like I don't have any of those things so uh, this list here is designed to help you with that so without further ado let's get to it number one This is perhaps the most important uh, of these, and I think the one that tends to slip our minds uh, the most often. Uh, Unsubscribe from anything that is not uh, serving you well. Um, In particular, email lists. Um, If you have subscribed to any kind of email list that you go, you know what, I get a bazillion emails from them, and I never read a single one, or when I do read them, they are uh, just terribly boring or unhelpful or always just trying to sell me something. Unsubscribe from those. Don't continue dealing with all of those things. Um, And I know this is kind of weird advice coming from a fitness coach, but as a fitness coach, I tend to deal with a lot of uh, very normal people, very normal people like yourself, who are uh, spread kind of thin throughout their life, um, uh, between their kids, their job, uh, their, uh, just their family as a whole, uh, their hobbies, their, their fitness, of course, um, all of these things tend to be uh, super, you know, competing for their super high priority spots in their life. Uh, you do not need to be dealing with uh, just junk email all the time. So unsubscribe from those lists so that you don't have to deal with any of those. Next time you get an email from someone who you really don't care about their emails. Um, If that's even my email list, if you're on my list and you get my emails uh, that come out like once every three or four weeks, (laughs) I'm going to try to get better at that make them a little bit more frequent. But uh, if you uh, find those to be completely unhelpful, which I doubt, uh, if you find that they are just always pushing products and services on you that you don't want, which I also doubt because I don't do much of that, Feel free to unsubscribe if that's being a, a, a distraction or obstacle in your life. Uh, unsubscribe the heck out of anything in your life uh, that is just uh, that you're not getting anything out of, you're not getting any value out of it. So, um, and, and that will further leave room for things that you do find value in to where you go, hey, I'm excited to see that weekly newsletter or that you know, monthly video or whatever it is. Um, you'll be a little bit more attentive to those kinds of things. All right, that's number one. Uh, number two. Go through your kids' toys and sift through them. Do whatever you want with them. Uh, I know. So. I'm looking back here at our uh, at Amelia's uh, pile of toys in the back there. We go through that pile on a regular basis. Um, there's a couple of containers back there and if toys don't fit in them, then we go through those things and we go, okay, what is she no longer using? What's broken? What is torn to shreds? What has been chewed to death? Um, what is not going to make for a great hand-me-down to her little sister coming up um, in a couple months? Uh, those are the kinds of questions that we go through on a regular basis in our house because we do not want all of that clutter, whether that's physical clutter or just mental clutter of having lots of extra stuff Um, maybe you can relate to this maybe if you have young kids like I do uh, you can relate to uh, just having toys everywhere all the time Um, if that's a distraction in your life if coming home to a clean House is important to you, um, whether that's uh, you know after your day of work, whether that's just walking into the next room um, and not being so distracted and torn apart by all of uh, the clutter that's going on. Um, going through your kids' toys is a good place to start. Um, they will not notice the old ones missing, the broken ones gone and thrown away or donated or uh, re-gifted or whatever. So if that's you, uh, make that a priority. Think about, think about, take a second, think about in your head. Is my house cluttered with my kids' toys? Look around. If you say yes, do something about it. Um, And both of these things, uh, both of these things that we've gone through so far uh, belong on this before 2021. Uh, list because you want to set yourself up for the new year, which there's nothing inherently uh, special, I guess, about the new year as far as a new beginning goes. You can get a new beginning um, any day of the week and any time of the day. You don't have to wait until an entire day is gone or done to go, you know what, I need to start over, you know, Um, and whatever that looks like in your life. Um, I tend to work with a lot of people who have that mindset when it comes to um, their diet in particular, Um, sometimes their workouts too, where they go, you know what? Uh, Today is ruined and I'm gonna start tomorrow or this week is ruined. I'm gonna start next week or uh, this whole year 2020 it's gone dead and gone and I'm not gonna start till next year. Don't do that to yourself Get yourself a a good head start get some momentum running into the new year um, on all of these different levels here Um, So far we've talked about your email. We have talked about your kids toys uh, Which really it's bigger than those two things It's the idea of clutter and, and dealing with things that you really don't care about or that's not you know not helpful in any way um, the third thing uh, that we're going to go over here is uh, get your car washed and detailed. Uh, this is something that I have only recently realized uh, from, a, uh, from a, a personal experience point of view. Uh, this is something that I would probably tell people, yeah, this is totally worth it all the time, the few bucks that you spend to get your car cleaned out, uh, you know, inside and out, uh, but not something that I have done much of until recently, and we got both of our cars uh, cleaned inside and out, and it feels great. Um, And even if you're doing it yourself, uh, if that's therapeutic, like for me, it's therapeutic to go out in the driveway and just wash the truck um, and vacuum out the inside and get all the Cheerios and crumbs and everything out of the car. Uh, Lots of Cheerios and crumbs, uh, by the way. Uh, So if that's therapeutic for you, uh, make that a habit, make that a priority. Uh, But even if it's not, even if you just spend uh, a few minutes and a few dollars to go uh, and get your car cleaned, You you know, maybe you spend a lot of time in your car, whether it's commuting for work or taking your kids to and from activities or, you know, we spend a lot of time going to and from church and Bible studies and our friends' houses and things like that. Uh, So those kinds of things can make a big, uh, again, a a big impact on the subconscious side of getting rid of that clutter. So if you haven't thought about that in a while, think about that. Think about getting your car uh, cleaned inside and out. Um, It feels real good uh, to do that on a somewhat regular basis. You don't have to be all obsessive about it or anything like that, Um, but that is just another way of reducing some of that mental and physical clutter. Um, For us, it was uh, lots of Cheerios, lots of Teddy Grahams, um, lots of veggie straws. We go through a lot of those in our house. Uh, Between the three of us, we all eat a lot of them. (laughs) So lots of crumbs, get rid of them, get rid of the crumbs. Alright, number four. Uh, number four is to get yourself a slow cooker if you don't already have a slow cooker or a slow cooker type device. Th- okay, I'm gonna change my answer. This is the most important tip on the list. Mmm, um, that's not true. The next three are pretty important too, but uh, uh, this might be the the most practical immediate tip on the list. Um, when it comes to eating at all, <laughs> uh, much less eating healthy, think about the kinds of obstacles that keep people from doing that. A lot of times it's a matter of the cooking and the cleaning side of things, Um, and on those two fronts too. You also have it's the the effort that's required. It's the time that's required um, It's even the skill that's required uh, not everybody knows how to cook all the things that they want to eat And that can be a really big obstacle if you've never thought about that before Maybe that's because you are a great cook and you've always been one or maybe it's because you just haven't really thought about that But a lot of the things that we want to eat or like to eat a lot of people just don't know how to make it um, Or they don't have the equipment to be able to do that. And so uh, this tip here uh, I am a huge advocate of slow cookers and this includes your slow cookers your pressure cookers your rice cookers whatever you want to call them anything that you can just dump in some food whether it's raw or par cooked or whatever and then you just hit a button and you just walk away for like 12 hours that's what I'm talking about here it will change your life uh, from the cooking and the cleaning side of it. Uh, when it comes to meal prep as a whole, uh, and whether that's you know making this huge week-long spread of meals, or if that's just making something you know dumping in the ingredients at the beginning of a day to come back to a hot dinner um, that's ready at night. Uh, whatever your your use, your goal is with this here. Um, something like this can go a long way with making it very, very easy, like super easy, uh, to the point where. Uh, you can just go grocery shopping and put your ingredients directly in. You, there's no middleman here. You can take your raw chicken and raw vegetables and just toss them in, hit a button, and you're good to go. Um, if that sounds like something that would be helpful for you, um, I would recommend. Anything. (laughs) Um, There's no specific uh, recommendation here. Uh, Get started with something that's easy here. And again, these tips are not really about these specific minute things that we're talking about. This is about the bigger picture of um, reducing the clutter, of making things easier and more simple, and reducing the friction on uh, things that might be holding you back from your goals of some kind or another. Um, In this case, it's not about a slow cooker, right? It's about creating a system and having things uh, around your house, around your kitchen in particular. Facing the kitchen, that's why I'm pointing at that. Um, having things uh, around the house that are going to make the the things that are going to help you toward your goals easier to do and less friction to approach. Uh, so something like a slow cooker is something that a lot of my clients find a lot of value in. Um, I will tell you that the rice cooker over in the cabinet over here, we got it at a garage sale for five whole dollars, and we've used it on a almost weekly basis uh, for like five years. And it is the best $5 investment I've ever made in my life. <laughs> I can pretty I can pretty safely say that. Um, it, we just use those things all the time. If you are in this boat where you, uh, you know, maybe you have a slow cooker of some kind or an appliance of some kind that can help you in the same way, um, dust it off and put it to work. If you don't have one, I guess the only specific recommendation that I might make is uh, slow cookers are awesome because uh, they're super easy. Um, They're not super fast, hence the slow cooker name. If you want a slow cooker that is not as slow, um, think of something like uh, a a pressure cooker. Uh, Something like an instant pot, for example, um, is going to have all of the same benefits of a slow cooker except uh, it'll like cut the time in half or uh, reduce it by 60 or 70 or 80%. Um, so if you're in the market for that, I, uh, I don't have any links or anything like that. You can look up an instant pot or pressure cooker yourself. But uh, that is something that I would definitely recommend uh, from everybody that I know that has one. They love it. Um, I love my slow cooker. It takes a long time. I'm not usually in a rush to eat dinner at the beginning of the day. So um, take that as you will. Uh, number five. This one is legitimately the most important question, uh, the most important tip uh, on uh, this list here. And, and I will not go back on that. This is the most important tip here. Um, and it is a question. Um, it's a self-reflection question that uh, if you haven't asked yourself this in a while, it might be a good time to do so. Um, there's never a bad time to do this. You can ask yourself this question as frequently as you'd like, and uh, really digging deep into your true answer to this uh, will change your life. Um, and the question is, uh, if you're asking yourself, how is my relationship with God? Um, how's my relationship with God? That is such an important question uh, to ask yourself on a on a regular basis. I'll say I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you daily or weekly or monthly because that is legalism at its finest there. Um, this is not about trying to uh, put a number to it. It's a matter of regularly assessing your relationship with your creator and savior and best friend and uh, beloved. Uh, this is talking about God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit and how your relationship is with um, with all three of them. Uh, this is something that uh, we try to, so my wife and I help lead a Bible study for our church. It's a young married couples Bible study. Uh, Most of us have uh, one or two kids, Um, they're all under the age of three I believe, and so um, we're all kind of in the same boat where we're in a relatively similar stage of life, and this is a question that we try to regularly bring up, either in, these, in this exact phrasing or in some version of it, of making this a regular part of our conversation with our friends and family and uh, you know, co-workers and all of that kind of stuff. Um, because it's really easy to go through life without really thinking much about that. Um, and if, uh, if you've kind of just been assuming that you are in the right with God and that you haven't been, uh, uh, or that you have been just kind of uh, Drifting in the right direction. Um, I'll tell you that in my experience, and in the experience of many, many friends and family members, that uh, you typically don't. Uh, and I'm gonna almost, I'm gonna say, pretty much never. Uh, accidentally drift toward God. That's not really how that works. Um, if anything, if you're not really applying yourself to that relationship, just like any other relationship, you are probably unintentionally drifting away. Um, and that is not going to be helpful for you, it's not going to be helpful for anyone around you, um, and uh, and so that is legitimately the uh, most important tip on this list, is um, asking and answering how is your relationship with God. Uh, so. Maybe even pause this podcast if you need to. Sit down uh, and, uh, and ask yourself that and talk to God for a minute about um, where you're at and what he's asking of you right now. Alright, number six. Here we go into the classic New Year's stuff right here. Ready? Number six. Uh, choose one resolution and one habit, or system to support it. Uh, This is not popular advice. (laughs) Uh, This is not popular advice because, uh, and I am very, very guilty of uh, not adhering to this advice myself, even as a coach who gives this advice all the time. uh, Think about how many New Year's resolutions that you've made or that your friends and family have made uh, that go virtually untouched after a week or two in January. Um, And there's a lot of reasons why that might not work, uh, right? And we don't have to go into all those here. But one of the things that can, again, kind of just provide a lot of unnecessary clutter is the clutter. Is the setting lots of different resolutions. Not even just the magnitude or intensity of them, of the kinds of things that's going to require you to change to achieve those, um, but think about just the, uh, the sheer number of resolutions that you set, and then the sheer number of things and changes that you try to make and do uh, to achieve those resolutions. Um, so I would recommend pick one resolution and one habit or system that you're going to change or create or stop or whatever in order to help you achieve that. Habit, or to create that system Um, that is not great Uh, it's it I think it is great advice it's not popular advice because um, it's not flashy it doesn't feel like you're doing a whole lot all at one time but think about if you did this year after year after year or think about heck crazy idea here think about if you set that resolution put that habit in place and that became easy you know three months in you could maybe do another habit in April and then another one down the road a few months later, another one down the road. So you might end up achieving more habits, and more resolutions uh, than you could have even dreamed of because you're taking them one step at a time and you're incorporating them slowly into your life. Um, I could do a whole podcast episode on that and I won't bore you with those details here, but if that is something that you want to hear more about, um, let me know. Contact me somehow, whether it's through the podcast here, through Instagram, Facebook, uh, Pinterest, whatever. Um, YouTube, if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, So yeah, uh, uh, resolutions and habits and systems and all of that is something that those are all things that I'm very, very passionate about. Um, And they are not as complex and complicated as a lot of people make them out to be. Uh, We tend to just be really impatient when it comes to doing all of those things. Alright, number seven. um, And this is where we talk about fitness, just to finish this thing off, and this is going to be pretty quick here. Um, Assess your current fitness strategy and trajectory. Um, This is another kind of self-reflection question of, think about, maybe ask yourself the question of, what am I doing in my fitness? Um, And the follow-up question is, is it working? And the gauge by which you gauge if something is working is think about what your goal is I And mean, maybe that was your your one resolution uh, from this year or from some point this year a goal that you've set of think about the things that you're doing and Think about where you want to go. Is it helping you? Are those things helping you get to where you want to go? Um, And I love the idea of trajectory, um, because this has to do with uh, speed and direction. Um, And I would say in order of priority, it's probably uh, the opposite of that. I would say that direction is definitely going to be your top priority. Um, Think about something like weight loss, right? It's not about how quickly you are achieving weight loss. It's the fact that are you doing something that's going to be sustainable over time or as we've talked about before in previous episodes, if you're not doing something sustainable, do you have an exit plan to then go into something that's more of a maintenance style program, lifestyle, whatever it is. Uh, So uh, think about the strategy that you're using to reach your goal, is it even relevant? Are you doing a lot of things that aren't actually moving the needle toward your goal? And trajectory-wise of the direction component in particular, um, think about are you pointed in the right direction um, if you are trying to lose weight and you're spending all of your time and energy and money on detox you know products teas whatever foods diet this sugar-free this uh, you know all of these joy-sucking uh, and really not helpful things uh, for your life um, if those things end up being more of an obstacle than something that's helping you that might be a, uh, you know a good place to assess and to go Okay, this is not working. Uh, what do I need to do to change that? Um, do I need to, is, is it a simple fix? Maybe it's, oh my gosh, I really haven't assessed this in a while and now I have a pretty clear picture of what I need to do or what I need to stop doing. Um, do I need extra help? Do I need a coach? Do I need to do some research on my own? Do I need a, a certain book or uh, do I need to listen to more podcasts? All those kinds of things. Um, I would tell you uh, as a word of caution, uh, you probably don't just need more information. Um, the idea with something like weight loss, or building muscle, or getting stronger, or becoming more pain-free, a lot of those type of you know physical fitness goals are not really a matter of gaining more information. Now, there may be some gaps where you do need some information, or to correct some misinformation, um, or some beliefs that might not be um, true, but that being said, uh, this is uh, largely a matter of putting things into action and experimenting, seeing what happens, and assessing, like we're talking about here, assessing each step of the way and going, is this working, is this working, is this working? And if you can say yes every step of the way, then you will eventually reach your goal. Um, if If you are constantly saying no, doing the same thing will not help you to reach your goal. Uh, so those are the kinds of questions that I love asking myself um, as well as my clients and as well as you watching this here. So uh, those are our seven things right there. Uh, as quickly as this episode began, it's coming to a halt. Uh, so seven things to do before 2021, that's episode number 14 for you. Um, I'm actually only about 90% confident that that's four, number 14. So if, uh, if you see this episode labeled as something else, you'll know that that was my bad from the beginning of this. So anyway, that's the episode, whatever number we're on, I hope that you have an awesome uh, day ahead, week ahead, uh, year ahead, whatever year you're in. Um, and we'll talk soon, but that is, I would encourage you to, uh, to take a look at this list. And um, just like we talked about in number six, of choosing one resolution and one habit to support it, I would say looking at this list, seven things, Maybe pick one of those things to start with. Um, start with your emails. Start with your kids' toys. Start with your car. Start with your fitness habit. Whatever. Um, start with one thing. Get that on lock, And then move on to another thing and lock that down and keep going down the list until you've hit all seven of these or maybe you've added some of your own or maybe some of these aren't applicable to you. Um, do whatever you need to with this list. Um, and I hope that uh, this was helpful and that you get something out of it that you can go Okay, I'm confident that I have my next action step ahead of me, so that's all I got for you for today. I hope that you have an awesome day ahead and we'll talk soon.